welcome to the Love Positivism podcast. I'm your host, Shireen, and I'm the creator of Love Positivism. I'm here to help you on your spiritual and healing journey. I am a certified yoga and meditation teacher, a student of Chinese medicine, a doula, a Reiki practitioner, and a passionate, highly sensitive person. I want to use my knowledge to channel information and messages for you to grow on all levels. Hi, and welcome to the 20th episode of the Law of Positivism podcast. I'm so grateful that you're here, and I'm so excited to share this week's episode with all of you. I have the amazing, beautiful, and just magical duo Deva Premal and Mitten on this episode, and we dive deep into the power of sound and mantras. So I've written about mantras before on my Instagram, Love Positivism, and um, just to break it down for you who has never heard about what a mantra is, it's actually a sacred sound that is used as a tool to reach something within or around us that can elevate us, that can help us meditate, and it's truly healing. And Deva Premal and Mitten, I'm sure you have gotten in touch with their music, their mantras. Uh, I know I have. I have been just listening to them for years and years now and, and been to these big gatherings and concerts. And I just, yeah, I think this is a great conversation for all of you to learn a little bit more about mantras. Um, Deva Premal and Mitten are just beautiful beings that, that have shared so much light with the world and they have touched the lives of millions of people and they tour all over the world and host different festivals and gatherings and they unite people through sound and music and they have been featured on top media such as the Wall Street Journal, the Los Angeles Times and the Huffington Post and has been endorsed by celebrities such as Cher, Tony Robbins and Dalai Lama. So in this episode we talk all about mantras and meditation. Also how sound really can alter our physical presence and also our energetic body and everything around us. We tap into a little bit into epigenetics and Bruce Lipton's work and we talk about mantras that you can start with if you have never used mantras and the beautiful Deva Premal also sings her beloved Gayatri Mantra which is so blessing and so beautiful and I, I'm just filled with love and joy and I'm super grateful for their presence and I'm happy that you're here to listen so just enjoy hello hey. hi and welcome to the <laughs> podcast thank you thank you Sherry That's nice. oh, I'm so blessed and happy to have you here in this conversation I'm <laughs> really happy about um, 
just taking the time and sharing your work and life and passion with all of us. Thank you so much. Well, you know, I, I'm happy to, uh, to share, especially now with the, the way the internet is, it's just incredible. You know, I don't know whether you know, but Deva and I went live on Facebook for the first seven days of January. Mm. Uh, and we chanted the Gayatri Mantra live on uh, every day for seven days at the same time. And 100,000 people joined us around the world. Mm. You know, those kind of things make, uh, just blows my mind, really, that you can, we can, can be connected in this way. So, yeah, I'm happy to have a chat with you. You're up in Sweden, right? Yes. So we're very far away right now. You're oh, in Australia. <laughs> but yeah, we're, we're down under. <laughs> yeah, it's so, it's so amazing, like you said, that we can connect. And, and that's where more unity and, and, and more connection is, is made between all of us. So I'm, yeah, I'm really excited. And I'm uh, super happy to have you here. And you and me are going to start. And then I'll talk to Deva. And I always ask the first question i ask is always how do you stay mindful and present uh-huh. uh, well for me it's it's uh it's the music you know mm. it's the music and uh it uh this life that dave and i've been given by osho 30 years ago <laughs> mm. it uh it just you know, there just came a point when there was there was just uh, uh, no kind of uh, uh, vacation from the moment and being in the here and now. It was just that's what uh, the mantras gave me and that's what the music has given me since I learned how to play real music in, in Osho's ashram. So for me... The music is important and also to stop and sit, meditate. That's, that's the other uh, key for me, you know, because that's the, that's the time when you, for me anyway, where I, I, I purposely don't move a muscle for an hour. I just sit for an hour, and, and uh, because that's that's the that's where you can move into a deeper space of meditation, you know. And um, ten minutes, twenty minutes is good, but uh, the reason so many people don't meditate is that it's tough. It's not easy. Mm-hmm. It's not easy to sit and for an hour and not move when you know your mind is telling you there's a million things you could be doing, and. Uh, the real core of our existence is to connect with our inner world and our inner um, the source. And so, so you know, to sit for an hour like that, whether it's an itch or not, you you get into a space of of you know you kind of experience death because you you can experience a, 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 a you can experience something that's not. Uh, you and it's not your name that is not the body that you're an inhabitant you you become in touch with uh, space spatial awareness you know and uh, so that's where that's my key and that's where the music 
comes from it comes always from a silent space you know like when you probably noticed when me and Dave are played mm. we we can come onto the stage but be, we we don't make any sound until we sit for a while and everybody begins to settle down into a space of of uh, receptivity and participation and then when Dave is ready she feels the silence is there inside then she begins and uh, and then the music can take us when the music mantra finishes when we've been on the journey of, of a mantra and and we've be, we've come back to the silence we find that the silence is deeper than the silence that we left and that's how it works with the mantras and the concerts that by the end of the concert it's concerts a strange word because it's really not a concert we, we don't perform we have no real set uh, program or anything like that you know so it's very it's very spontaneous and it responds to the moment and uh, on that level there's not really uh, any performer and audience is just a gathering of a spirit it's just a spiritual gathering in the town of Stockholm in that particular mm. night and, and so we can all move into a you know into into a space really for me inner peace is like it's a beautiful term and it really it really uh, it, it it really encourages us to acknowledge that the only Thing that we need to be able to do in this life is to befriend our inner self so that we feel comfortable in our skin in our body you know and meditation can do that for us you know it can what we look for when we meditate my guru used to say if it's not joyful it's not meditation so 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 there's a there's a, a way of looking into into the space with gratitude and uh, um, you know like um, I'm stumbling a bit now because I've lost my thread of thinking about Osho saying about gratitude mm -hmm. and joy but um, yeah yeah the music comes out of silence and uh, it comes back into silence in a deeper way that's mm -hmm. the gift that's yeah. real music you know mm -hmm. like the music that's made for sexual energetic uh, excitement or emotional tears or reminiscence or 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 protest all all these all, all this music that is made within those contexts um, they address the emotion the emotive part of our brain and our heart but the mantras they are beyond emotion you know it's like you can't emote and sing a mantra mm. it, it's ridiculous if you can imagine that so you know in Deva's case she she uh, she was born to the sound of mantra her father mm. you know and uh, mm. she was given a mantra all through her childhood as a little girl growing up and it's so it's the mantras are in her. So when she chants, uh, I, I every night, every time we play, I'm absolutely touched. When she begins the concerts with uh, a cappella and just like naked, 
open and um, vulnerable and and uh, it's a beautiful moment for me every single night you know I'm a lucky guy mm. <laughs> <to> <laughs> yeah and your music has really touched millions of people and you guys are with me all the time as well and I I always have to have your music when when we're practicing uh, and um yeah just in in different in different spaces it it creates like you said it's like a vibration and and it is there is a beauty between the silence and the sound and sound is so powerful we don't think about how important our voice is or how yeah. important hearing different frequencies yeah. and vibrations are because it's a tool for us that's why we have a voice and um yeah and and it, it it can really awaken something within us and i I've, i always start and close off a yoga class with a chant even if it's a short small chant but it it does something and it also challenges us to use our voice because many of us have never used our voice more than talking so i think when we when we sing it it doesn't necessarily have to sound in a certain way but if it comes from the heart it really start resonating in the body and and the space around us and we can like channel that that energy into something that we want to create or just spread it into the world that's it that's it you know it's the power of sanskrit you see sanskrit Mm. is not uh, a descriptive language it's a energetically based language so so it's an invitation for us, all of us, when we chant, we're all chanting in language we don't understand, mm. we don't know. You know, what we do know is these sounds and the, the collection of these different sound bites and they're refined sound bites, they're what, that's what mantras are, you know. Mm. And they were discovered like, I don't know, six, 7,000 years ago. Of, you know, in the Vedas, they spoke about the Gayatri Mantra, you know. And so it was, for me, it must have been like these, almost like the scientists were looking at how does sound affect us? We know sound affects us. How does it have, and, and they went deeply into, that was their technology, you know. Mm. The body and sound, that's what they had. So they went deep into it and they started to discover that certain sounds created certain energetic responses in the body and in the brain and you know and they started to refine it to a point where they knew that this sound and this sound and this sound put together and this sound put together creates and they creates an energetic response and they also figured out how many times how many cycles do you Mm. have to chart this before it actually starts to resonate and it's 108 and that's your first Mm. mantra that's how the mantras are they all carry you know they they there's mantras for every every conceivable uh you know part of life there's Mm. mantras for sacred love making you know Mm. Uh, like there's mantras for removing energetic blocks when you feel your life is stuck in some way there's a ganesh mantra that helps to move that energy and and reduce those kind of uh, energetic blocks that we feel there's, there's there's mantras even for finding a life partner 
mm, you know, yep. and for animals and children. So, mm. so uh, you know, but basically they all lead to the same place, which is what we've been talking about, which is meditation and inner peace. They mm. open the door. Deva loves it because she, you know, like she'll tell you, she can sing her way into bliss and meditation. And uh, that's, that's the, the, the benefit. And I think, to be honest with you, if we were singing jazz or rhythm and blues or something, you know, I don't think I could still be doing this after so long. Mm. But the mantras, they sustain us. Like, it, it, it's amazing. I can finish a concert and be more energized than I was at the start, you know. Mm. And that's what keeps me going. That's what keeps us going. Mm. We're 30 years together now, me and David. Oh. It's amazing. And yeah, she was only 20. She oh. was 20 when we met. I was 43 already, you know. Mm. We had a big age, we have a big age gap. And mm. uh, it's it's just an amazing journey for me to help to help her and support her in this beautiful uh, journey that she's on you know it's an honor for me she mm. wasn't singing when we met okay. that's <laughs> well, amazing she, and how was she, that that she, um, Deva, Deva yeah. was uh, studying bodywork mm. in the ashram in India she's studying uh, when we met because she gave me a shiatsu session in the ashram mm. and we became oh. friends after the session you know and uh, then later I found out that uh, she'd studied craniosacral therapy and reflexology mm. and massage. So she was a healer mm. with her hands, you know. And, uh, and my job in the ashram was to coordinate the meditation music. Mm. So after we became friends and we started, she started to sing with me, you know. And uh, she said, oh, wow, you're singing good. You can <laughs> sing. You know, I didn't know she... She had a, uh, a mother who was a classical musician and a father who liked to bring music into the house with his drumming and things like this. So she had a musical background, but she hadn't used it. All her creativity had gone into uh, bodywork and her hands and understanding the body. And then when she started to sing, we found that... Uh, she had healing properties in her voice, you know, and it was mm. uh, it was a great gift. And all I had to do was to, you know, gently uh, uh, help her to 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 be able to share that, you know, in a not just you know on the bed in my room with me, but actually with other people, and how to sing on a microphone and all the stuff that you'd. You you know you learn when you're young, and so she she uh, she had a good apprenticeship in the ashram because we knew Osho had taught us what music really was, what spiritual music was, and and what it isn't. So you know we we uh, we had a good a good uh, beautiful way of of beginning our our life together. Mm. Yeah. And how did that journey? evolve into what you're doing today because i mean now you're you're like touring all over the world and uh, everyone in the yoga world knows you and and how did it evolve into that <laughs> very slowly mm. <laughs> very <laughs> very organically you know 
Mm. It was never, there was never a feeling of uh, um, frustration or anything like that. It was, it's, it, it began, it began when we discovered that we liked to sing together. And when we discovered, wow, to make music together, it's the same as making love. It's mm. a tantric experience for, that we entered into when we sang together. You know, it was an expression of love through a nonverbal communication, you know, and and, uh, and it's, it has its own physicality because you're using your voice and you're breathing deeply and you're sharing energy, you know, and then when you're sharing the mantras and uh, the sacred songs, it begins to uh, feel just like making love, you know. So so we just, um, we, we shared in the ashram and... Uh, Eventually, we left India after a few years, and uh, we uh, we just wanted to really share what we what we'd been given in in uh, in in India. So we just used to do these little workshops for people because I knew mm. that I knew the power of singing. I'd learned that that was one of the obvious lessons that I'd learned in the ashram. So. My thing was, as a musician, when I left India, was I just want to help people uh, to open their voices because I know if you sing, you will heal. And if mm. you sing, you breathe deeper. If you sing, there's an access point into meditation and into your own inner being. You know, I knew these things um, to be like a, 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 a kind of a law, you know, so... That's what I, I wanted to do, and Deva came with me, and the two of us went around sharing our, our voice workshops with uh, Osho's meditation centers around, first around Italy. We lived in Italy for a while and uh, used to travel around there and all, this, all the meditation centers, and uh, then up to Germany and then here and there, you know, and... and uh, and then slowly, slowly, more people came and we saw, oh, this time we go back there and the place would be full. And, mm. uh, you know, and, and it was at a time when nobody was singing mantras or, or there, were, there were no mantra singers back then like there is now. Mm. It was not a fashion. It was uh, a, a spiritual uh, practice, you know. So... Um, it just kept growing in its own way. Meanwhile, we just continued to do what we do and and people would come and join us. And, you know, and then, then the CDs started to uh, get people's attention and then, and then the CDs suddenly were, we were getting invitations. Can you come to this festival? Can you do this? Can you do that? So we just carried on saying yes and... Uh, Somewhere along that the road, we met uh, Manoz, who's our uh, good beloved friend, and mm. my son. He feels like my son now. We've mm. been together 15 years, oh. and he's uh, from Kathmandu, Nepal, and he's a Bansuri maestro. Bansuri is the Indian bamboo flute, mm. and uh, he joined us, and... Uh, that was just an incredible time. The three of us traveled all around the world together for 15 years, just the three of us. <laughs> and, mm. uh, you know, and it just becomes like I was saying about the tantric thing. 
it's mm. like suddenly there's three of us and it's uh it's another energy and it's another expression and uh he he just fit perfectly in the bed you know mm. it was like <laughs> all the three of us just had an understanding energetically of what we were doing musically and how it, and how we could support each other and where the flow was and where the groove is in the in the actual music you know and um and it just carried on more and more people carried on coming and uh and we just carried on doing what we'd always done you know like dave has been singing the Gayatri mantra for well she's 50 this year so uh you know she's been singing the Gayatri mantra for 50 years mm. <laughs> you know on and off yeah. you know so it's just in her blood and for me it was like oh now i've been chanting it for 20 years and uh and Deva and I have, have just been blessed with mm. this uh, sacred, sacred collection of refined sound bites that uh, that we call a mantra. You know, Gayatri mm. mantra is an invocation to the light. You mm. know, it's uh, it's uh, it's the sun. It's the light that you know that shines on us all. It's an inner light. It's uh, it's like Osho say, your inner exploration is as vast as the outer one into space. You have so, mm. so much to learn and, and enjoy, you know. Mm. Mm. And, and this mantra is actually very powerful. And as all of your mantras, because I'm, I usually don't get stuck on any, any songs or lyrics like that. But sometimes I, I, these mantras that you're singing... It just pop up like it can be like repeatedly within me I'm, maybe i'm cooking or i'm just walking That's around sick. yeah and it just shows up so it's really powerful and it's healing like you said it's really really healing and i know that you have also because one thing when i started on my journey eh, maybe it was nine eight years ago i started with eh, Understand, yeah, self-awareness uh, and also healing. I got into uh, epigenetics, actually. I love the work that uh, Dr. Bruce Lipton has done. And I know that mm. you, you have also worked with him and, on how music and sound does heal and change. Because I always say that sounds change our physical matter. Like it, it, even if we can't see the sound, it physically shapes us so how how has that work been going and what is the findings well it's an ongoing it's an ongoing thing you know mm -hmm. bruce bruce lipton is a, a genius and uh, mm. just just as you mention his name it brings a smile to my face because he's <laughs> really a really wild heart mm. you know and uh we 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 did for a while, and you can ask Dave about this. But we did mm. for a while speak to many different doctors and different PhD people in different fields, asking them, "What do you know about mantras? You know, what what is what do you know about sound? You know, maybe you could throw some light on it from a scientific point of view. You know, and that's mm. what Bruce can do. Bruce Bruce go, oh, of course, blah 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 blah. You know, and." Uh, mm. And it's basically um, what we've learned ourselves is that if you sing, 
one thing that's very clear is if you sing, you don't feel fear. You can't be scared and sing at the same time. So, mm -hmm. so if you're feeling fearful or if you're feeling isolated, if you have your mantra and sing it, it will move you through the block. It will move you through. And that's another thing that we've heard, you know, all these years. People who are close to suicide have written to us and said, you saved my life with your mm. mantras, you know, and things like this. So, so we know that um, if you, if, you know, if there's a, there's a certain physiological thing that happens when you sing and you breathe. Uh, and mm. because, like I say, we're not singing, you know, I love you, baby. Why did you leave me or something? You know, mm. we're, we're concerned with something that's beyond all that emotion. It's deeper. It's it, the mantras and the singing together is deeper. And then the, the invitation is, wow, I'm going to invite my friend. And then the two of you sing together the mantra. You have a meditation for an hour where you say, we're going to sing these three mantras from Deva's album. And uh, in, we will sit quietly in meditation. Then we will play the mantra. We will sing it. Then mm. we will sit in silence again. And then we would have another mantra and we sing it. And you do this for one hour and you've had a beautiful meditation and you've opened your voice and you've connected because you're breathing together. That's the magic thing. When we have like a few thousand people all singing together, what we, what's underneath that is everybody's breathing in the mm -hmm. same rhythm. Because mm. it's just a natural way of when you sing, you breathe in a certain way. And, and basically, we're all moving in a synchronistic uh, uh, journey together without intellectualizing it, you know, you know what I mean? Mm. Yeah, and I, I've experienced it in, in your gatherings that it really, it's really powerful. I mean, we can do it in a class, 10 people, but when we're sitting there, hundreds of people... And we are all almost in the same intention as well. We have the same intention of being there. And, and everyone co-creates. And that's what we're supposed to do. We're not supposed to be just like individual separated all the time. We're supposed to like co-create. And it also, sh I mean, there's science that sound uh, and intention uh, shapes matter molecules and I'm thinking about semantics as well like how how yeah how like I think my father said this to me as well that I mean he said everything is made up of sound and frequency there would be no yeah. form or shape without sound or yeah. frequency so yeah it's powerful it's, it's crazy isn't it it's really amazing yeah. you should ask Dave about you know uh they yes. did these uh, tests with uh, with the Gayatri mantra mm. and this uh, um, organic gold that uh, our friend creates these mantra beads from organic gold and he, mm. and he inscribes the the mantra in the gold and then seals mm. it. And uh, I've got one I wear around my neck all the time, so does Deva. Mm. And um, they're beautiful. They're very strong energy. They're like little golden uh, uh a little golden t 
tube kind of thing. But mm. anyway, they in Sweden in uh, in Switzerland they checked this with water, uh, and and uh, they checked uh, how how it actually changed the molecule of the water. Mm. You know, so you can should talk to David because she's mm. very. Uh, Deva's much more scientific than me, although she'll tell you she's not a pundit <laughs> and not a scholar. She knows quite a lot, oh. <laughs> a lot more than I think she's just... Are you coming in to uh, yes. talk to us? Here she comes now. Oh, perfect. Thank you so yeah. much. I'm oh, sending you so much love and blessings. Thank you so thank much. You. Thank you. I wish you all the best with your... Thank with your you. sharing and and your life and uh, just keep sharing your light that's all we can do huh yeah thank you all so right. much thank all you. right Shari. namaste 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 deva i'm so happy to connect with you as well i this conversation has been so so beautiful and i'm Excited to continue with you as oh, well. Ooh, Welcome. So nice. And I love your accent. I love the Swedish accent. So <laughs> thank nice. you so much. <laughs> I think it's one of the best accents. Oh, thank <laughs> you. And yeah, I, I mean, the first time I saw you physically was here in Sweden. So I'm really grateful. And uh, yeah, you touched uh, touched many lives and, and minds as well in in many different times of my life and yeah your your mantras are always around me and within me so i'm really really happy to connect with you and thank you so much for taking the time and it's a pleasure it's such a beautiful evening here in australia it's so oh. peaceful and uh, quiet and uh, just perfect evening to to share <laughs> oh great yeah and here it's morning time so oh, it's yeah. it's a beautiful day and i always start by asking i i asked before as well but i want to ask you how do you stay mindful and present in your life uh, i'm i'm practicing i'm working on it <laughs> mm. it's a it's a moment to moment affair it's uh and it's um i mean it's a very interesting question because, um, you know, obviously the, the, the way to not be mindful in the moment is to be either in the past or the future. Mm. And uh, I, I realized just a few days ago that I'm actually never in the past. I actually never think of the past. Mm. Um, I do think often ahead, you know, I, I plan ahead a little, like a uh, next step. And then I realized actually it's okay. It's a, it's uh, it's um, it's just uh, taking care, you know, like preparing the right things. Mm. Um, still, sometimes I'm appalled and shocked how I've done something and have no re recollection of doing things. Like when I realize, wow, you really were completely not in the moment at this point. It doesn't happen so often, mm. but it does happen. So that's a wake up call. Mm. But really, it's a uh, it's it's mainly. My my my, um, my life is such that I enjoy everything I do so much that I I am in the moment doing it because I I'm enjoying it you know mm. like I I enjoy all the practical aspects of of life and of our work and and obviously the, the all the aspects of sharing the mantras and mm. singing and chanting and all these things they're just so 
so um, delightful, you know, that mm. I just, I love being in them. And so it's easy to be in the moment. And still it's a practice, you know, still there's always the, 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 the wish in me that I, I'd be, I could be more present, you mm. know, pre- present all the time. Mm. And that's, but that, that's the, probably our evolution here as well to, to uh, learn and then to constantly grow. And if everything would be easy, we wouldn't have that evolution within mm-hmm. ourselves so i think it's it's yes. it applies to all of us and and i know yeah. that mantras has been a, such a huge part of your life since being in the womb maybe you can share your your relationship to mantras and how it all started yeah it's uh like you said it's it it i was born into a family that was um really colored by Eastern spirituality more than by by Western mm. spirituality, although both, both my parents really went deeply into Christianity as well. My mom was a church choir leader, and uh, mm. and then she grew up very Christian, and uh, my father, being a mystical uh, artist, painter and sculptor and, and drum maker and everything, he was really the driving force to to look east you know and mm. to look inside and use meditation and yoga and mantra and he, but he also looked in, into all different paths and, and and discovered them and studied them very thoroughly so also he had a christian phase and not even just phase like really a, a, an immersion to, into christianity to to find the essence of that but really, his big love was was mantra and uh, and yoga and Zen and meditation. Mm. And so when when there was just a natural thing for him to share with his kids, you know, to to sing mantra as a good night song. You know? mm. every night, either my mom or he would come to my bed and we would sing the Gayatri mantra in this particular tune three times. Om Bhuvasva Tatsavitur Varenyam Bhargo Devasya Dhimai Dhiyoyona Prachodayat And we just sing that three times and then I would sing and then I would say Satchit Ananda, Satchit Ananda, Satchit Ananda which means truth, consciousness, bliss. Mm. This is our true nature, truth, consciousness, bliss. And then, you know, then actually uh, more often I asked my mom, can I sing myself to sleep tonight? And then I would just sing and, mm. uh, and just then fall asleep. And so that was, that was the, the end of every day. But then there were different parts of the day or when we would walk, we would maybe chant or there was an evening that my parents did every where they sang and chanted the Bhagavad Gita. Mm. So it was just very much around and um and i didn't really know i didn't know what really meant i didn't know about where it came from that it was indian i didn't know that other people just knew the gayatri mantra i didn't know it was called the gayatri Mm. mantra i was a kid you know growing up and this was something weird my parents did with me and i knew it was it was different and it wasn't what other what my friends were doing you know mm. so I, I i um 
I didn't really especially appreciate it or love it or anything. It was just something that we did. And 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 as soon as I could find my own path around eight or nine, ten years old, I first wanted to become Christian mm-hmm. and get myself baptized and everything. And then... Um, but then was introduced to Osho and, and it felt like, oh yeah, that's my that's my that's my home. Mm-hmm. So I felt so immediately so at home in, in Osho's world there was no question, you know, it was just a complete uh, natural uh yeah, this is my tribe, this is my family. And that and Osho was never a traditionalist, so there was not um there were no there was no mantra chanting in Osho's ashram. Mm-hmm. The Indian sannyasins, they would, uh, Osho sannyasins, they would sing kirtan, but, uh, you know, but every everybody would bring their own music f- from wherever they came from, you know. So it wasn't like we were all trying to be Indian or trying to be traditional mm-hmm. Indian. So it was very, very uh, international. And, uh, and so basically mantras weren't really part of my life with Osho for the first you know, until the, my late twenties, basically, which is when I was already singing with Miten for seven years. Mm-hmm. I think Miten told you a little bit that that um, he kind of uh, he was really my mentor, and he mm-hmm. discovered that there was some potential in my voice, and that we would sound good together. And uh, <sighs> and then we we uh, traveled around for seven years and sang and played. And only after seven years, the mantras came back to into my life, and I realized, wow, what a gift I had been given as a child, you know. Mm. And and uh, and then I went, and we went into in, deeply into mantra, and and Miten also uh, found found them and found the the depths of sharing them and the the the, the how they just bring us into silence so deeply and so effortlessly and uh, and then that became also part of our sharing but uh, when we first met for the first seven years we shared you know with 10 sacred songs and and chants from all over different you know cultures like we still do you know because mm-hmm. we love that that we that that it's it's open and it includes it's inclusive you know mm-hmm. It's not like we're not Hindus or, mm. you know, but we, we I, I gravitate towards Sanskrit. That feels really natural to to speak it and to sing. Mm. But I also love, you know, we also sing African chants and Sufi chants and, and mantras. And and we, we there's the common red thread, you know, the, mm. the sacredness. Yeah, definitely. And, and if you look at all different cultures and tribes i mean the the singing is is a red thread through everywhere in the mm. world so it's mm. it's just different ways and it's all it it can be devotional it can be intentional and it can be here in sweden in in the old old uh, shamanistic traditions uh, and uh, healing modalities the, there was um, women called uh, völvor, and uh, mm-hmm. these women w- used to go from village to village. This, this I think, was even before the Viking time. 
and um, mm-hmm. and the way they would perform healing was that the the vulvor would be like uh, standing around a person that was either wanting to know something or wanted healing, and they would sing like that was the tool uh, for wow. for healing for also connecting to the spirit world. It would be singing and put getting into this trance state. So I can I can just understand how you since you're also traveling around how you see that common thread in all cultures mm. and it's mm. beautiful and That's and it's beautiful. yeah and we talked about this uh, uh how mantras uh, are it's mantras are medicine they're healing and we started talking a little bit about the epigenetics and actually how mantras and sound uh, shifts matter and and the mm. science behind that so it's not something that we just experience i mean y- you could still go in and listen to a mantra not understand it not maybe uh, from an ego point of view even enjoying it but it will probably create a shift and i i don't mm. know if you want to share a little bit about that as well yeah, it's. Uh, I always like to say it's like, uh, you know, taking an, an aspirin or something. That mm. you, you don't need to know what what's in it, and you don't need to know what the science was to it was to get to creating it, and you don't need to know how it works. Mm. Um, but you have to take it, you know. And uh, that's with the mantras. They are they are scientific uh, sound formulas, scientific sounds that are. Um, put together in a certain, you know, formation, which becomes a word. And then, of course, to make it, um, to make it easier for us to relate to it, they, it, beca- it, it gets a form as in, in a deity or in a god or goddess, you know, form a certain, you know, a certain uh, mood that is created by that form, you know, like if you see, for example, Ganesh with a, the big belly and the elephant mm. head and and uh, you know the trunk and the uh, riding on a rat or whatever you know like you mm. you, um, you that it does something to your subconscious and you realize oh that's the the mood of this mantra mood of the sound Ganesh but we need that as humans to 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 bring it closer to us you know so to understand it better mm. but. Um, yeah. So, so, but our experience is again and again with um, animals and with uh, autistic children and with children in general, with people who have no idea who what they're listening to. That mantras work if you if you if you know about them, if you believe in them or not, or if you have even if you even know that you're listening to a mantra or not, and. Uh, so many times people write to us, it's changed my life. I just heard it and I didn't know what it was. And some, some you know, transformation happened or some spark happened. Or, you know, even people tell us they were close to, to taking their own lives. And, and somehow through a mantra, they, they, uh, they, they, uh, saw the light again or they saw enough light to keep going Mm. 
And that's just so precious. You know, we often feel like, oh, if it was just for this one person, our life would have been worth it. And uh, and it's it's an honor to be invited and welcomed and, and to be singing and chanting with people around the world and also to be in that vulnerable space. Like people come to our uh, evenings as as you've experienced and they are mm. they close their eyes and then we sit in silence and it's such a vulnerable space to be in and it's such an open space and it's what an honor that that people come and and bring that openness and trust that we will that they know we will respect that and we will and we will do our best to to uh, enhance it and to celebrate it Mm. I, often, I often feel such uh, awe and amazement at the people who are who come that they are so ready to sing and just let go and and be together and then come in that deep 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 silence together where where nobody moves nobody shuffles nobody coughs mm. and we can just relax you know mm. yeah it's a beautiful experience I really enjoy it and it's uh yeah it's just powerful to be in a space like that i would really really recommend the listeners to to uh go and see you i, w- I will show i will uh, share the links uh, mm. to your website because you are traveling around the world and just mm. uh, co-creating together with you uh in that beautiful space and i've been actually on my instagram uh, I have written about mantras before and the power mm. of sound. And I'm thinking about, because many people, uh, like usually my my uh, answers, if someone is asking, what should I do with this? And how should I do that? And I always say, just meditate on it. And mm. now I would also say, uh, maybe use a mantra uh, mm. to to help you to guide yourself into mm. the question or the answer because mm. I can't answer mm. anything for you and how would you say or which mantra uh, w- would be easy to start with if if you've never chanted mantras or you've been never been to a yoga class and chanted anything is there any mantra or mantras that you would recommend yeah definitely I would recommend the one that I think everybody knows, even if somebody's never, ever heard much of mantra or heard anything about mantra, but I think Mm. everybody knows Om. Yeah. I can't imagine in this day and age that people, (laughs) that there's anybody that we, (laughs) who would listen to this, so we know would not have heard once in their life about Om. And Mm. Om is the, the, it's such an amazing sound, you know, it's, Mm. it's, um, O and M, but it's also you can kind of stretch it out into A, U and M, Aum, mm. you know, which is actually the three sounds that it's made of. Mm. And my favorite, my favorite translation of it is the cosmic yes, which our mm. friend Shamdas came up with, because it's a seed sound. It's a seed sound, which means it cannot be translated. It's it's an energy sound mm. that is that is a seed for for the whole manifestation to to blossom and to to come into being and uh if you have an om on your on your out breath like letting the om taking a deep breath and then letting the om 
travel all the way till the end of your breath, giving yourself enough time for the mmm sound as well, because mm. that's really important too. You'll feel so different after three ohms. You you'll be amazed how different you feel. It's it's instant. Yeah. And really, that's all we need. Really, I I think ohm is enough. You know. Mm. And then of course you you if you wanna try out more. If you're adventurous, Om Shanti is peace. You know, mm. that's a beautiful mantra and easy to remember, Om Shanti. Mm. And um, and then, you know, always I say the Gayatri Mantra, if you're up for that. Mm. That's the most, the most ancient, the most powerful as it invokes the divine light, mm. enlightenment, you know, just the kind of awakening of our whole existence, you know. So that's that's... But that's a bit more involved. There has a bit more words and stuff. But somehow I feel they, they, especially the Gayatri mantra seems to be so, also so universal that people really learn it very fast. Mm, yeah, and just listening to you when you sing it, it it really starts integrating. And and as I said before, it, sometimes it can show up without me even like thinking about it maybe i'm walking somewhere mm. and and then i hear it so it's uh it really goes in deep and mm. even if you if you look at the translation on all this it doesn't matter it's like just uh hearing it and listening to it it's uh and singing it it's really beautiful and uh, mm. the om om is to me it's always I start my classes with Om and finish with Om Shanti three times because mm. it really is easy. I say that it is the sound of creation. It's something that has shown in research that it actually helps us de-stress. It changes mm. the the connections in the brain. It It really has a beautiful effect. And we just have mm. to... Because I teach also Amadula, so I also teach uh, women to practice before birth. Mm -hmm. And uh, one of the things is the voice. Like, how do you use the voice during labor to give birth? Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, one of the things is this deep, uh, like, just deep breath out with the sound. And, and the OM, I think, is really powerful to use in that uh, scenario yeah. as well it's like That's this beautiful yeah this uh, original source of power within us so it's really beautiful and the Gayatri mantra is so beautiful and it feels like you are created to sing it <laughs> so it's like mm. it's like you channel it so beautifully and I, I it's up, up to you but if you want to sing it it would be so beautiful if you would have a part of it or just the whole mantra. Yeah, I'd love to. Oh, it I'd would be to. so beautiful to hear it. Mm. Pargo de masya de mahi de oyona prachodaya omomomasva 
Thank you. That was beautiful, <laughs> as usual. Thank you so much. Thank and, you. Oh, it's so exciting. You guys are doing so much work. And uh, what what is your main uh, mission with with the work that you're doing? Your goal. Your like leading star. Um, a goal is just a bit of a strange. Uh, concept for me but uh, mm. I realized it's just all about love for me you know mm. about sharing love and being connected and being in community and being in joy and a joyful meditation a meditation that includes celebration and it includes the colors of the heart the the, the uh, being touched in the heart and Letting that the heart take us into a silent space, you know, the heart opens through the singing and the mm. beautiful music, and then you're just so ready and so joyful and so happy to just be silent together. You know, you're, you're creating this feel together. So it's really about being together in the community and 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 a way to share love beyond words and beyond um, personality beyond social kind of interaction you know just straight to the point we come to sing together and uh, that's so precious mm, beautiful and very lastly would you like to share what's coming up now and where you will be maybe if people want to find you and the work that you do yeah i mean we this year we um we do have a certain migration pattern that stays pretty much the same mm. every year, but this year we we changed it a little. So we 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 go be in Costa Rica now for our programs there that we do every March, um, mm. the Gayatri Festival and Tantra Mantra, and I just leave it like that because on our website you can find all the yeah. information. Yeah. And uh, and then we go to South America. We have a beautiful. Um, South American tour lined up that I'm very excited about mm. and uh, I always love being there and sharing the mantras there in Brazil and Argentina and Chile and Bogo uh, Colombia and Uruguay for the first time and um, yeah it's very very uh, I love it and then and then we have a, a fantastic program in, in Peru that, that happens the last time this year it's very special it's with Alberto Violdo Mm. who is a shaman from, um, uh, he's, uh, actually he's Cuban, but he, um, he has worked a lot with, with the Peruvian shamans and he has his own shaman school for shamanism, Four Winds. And we do a program in the Sacred Valley for one week. Mm. And that's June 7 to 14. That's very, very special because the, he invites the shamans from the high Andes to do ceremony with us in the, in all the temples, in all the sacred sites. 
and mm. we sing and chant every afternoon and it's just a incredible immersion into the sacredness of the the land there and the, the mountains the andes and the the earth mm. that's very very beautiful and then we go to Corfu we do our programs there again the Gayatri festival tantra mantra mm. there are such beautiful events they're already booked out but another year it's if, if somebody wants to join it's just really incredibly nourishing and 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 just an amazing time and then we have a beautiful little trip to america on the east coast and canada and then we have another uh, beautiful trip around europe for a european tour in in october hmm. which leads us to i don't know 17 different cities and all around europe but we won't come to stockholm this year so we won't see it stockholm at the hmm will be somewhere else <laughs> okay oh that's amazing it's really uh, beautiful how you're spreading this and uh, we all need it so thank you so much for the work that you do it's it's really deeply healing enlightening everything it's it's amazing thank you so much Thank you. And I'm super grateful for your presence here in this conversation. And uh, I will share all of your links in the show notes. And I want to wish you all the best blessings and love. And uh, yeah, thank you so much. Thank you, Shireen. And you're such a beautiful being. I don't know, you just sound mm. like you're the most loving, beautiful person. Mm. So I'm so happy that... I got to talk to you. What a beautiful voice you have. And oh. I hope we get to meet yes. somewhere down the road. Yes, I hope so too. Yes. Thank you so much. Thank you. Much have love. a beautiful day. You yes, too. I love to you. Namaste. Namaste. Thank you so much for listening. I hope this episode resonates with you and that you can take this information and knowledge and wisdom that they have shared and integrated into your life and your practice. Mantras are truly beautiful, easy, free tools to tap into something deeper within you, uh, to manifest, to set intentions, to affirm. It's so powerful. So try to connect with your voice, your breath, and uh, just let it flow through you. You have it in you. and. We usually end the conversation with a deep breath. So this week we will end the conversation and this podcast episode with an OM. So let's take a deep breath in together to chant OM. Namaste.